Hey, this is Madison, Mr. Collins' favorite student. Boo! Welcome to the 100th episode of Substitutes Teachers Lounge. Woo woo! Thank you, Madison. That was one of my uh, fourth period students. I will give her credit. We were listening to last week's podcast, a little clip in the classroom, because that was the class that I included on there. And she said, now, Mr. Collins, next next week's going to be your 100th episode, so you need me to introduce it, right? So I said, sure. Now, is she my favorite student? I don't know if I can say that I'll get in trouble, but is she one of them? Yeah, but I've got a whole lot of favorite students, so I usually tell them it's a tie, and I mean that because I think they're all special in different ways. It is episode 100. I'm excited about this. It means we've almost been doing this for two years now, so I've had a lot of fun. I began substitute teaching three years ago, and it's really been exciting for me. So I don't want just to re-say everything, but I am going to concentrate on a few things. I'm going to tell you what the top probably five episodes have been, and there's a new guy at the top, and I'll explain that here in a minute. I'm going to save a story to the end of the podcast about how I've come across something that kind of got me in trouble a couple of years ago, but yet good things have come from that, so we'll talk about that too. And then I think what I really want to talk about a while is some things that I have said in previous podcast episodes that I've kind of changed my mind on. There's several of those, believe it or not. And as we go forward, I hope that that will help set things straight. I can't really go back and change the other episodes without doing a lot of damage to their integrity. So I'll leave it at that and we'll go from there. But as I look in at the top episodes. Now, I told you a while back that I don't really consider the first episode the most popular. It by far had, at that time, the most number of listens. So I thought that was a little misleading because the reason it had such a large lead over the one that was in second place is that you know, it could mean a bad thing. It could mean that some people are coming to listen to the first episode and then not sticking around. Not a lot of them, but enough to make that episode number one overall, episode one. But that is actually for real in second place now. It was called, I'm Finally Approved as a Substitute Teacher, and so it begins. At one time, that was far and away the most popular episode. Now, That has been replaced, and the one that has replaced it, it was close for a while, but then it just took off. I actually mentioned this episode a few months back as being the most popular because even at that time I felt that way because of what I said about the first one. The most popular episode is the one that says Jen Stevens talks about her number one book, 
fast feast repeat and intermittent fasting among students. It was episode 56. Now, it's funny, all the substitute teachers' advice we've given, all the things we've tried to help you with, but yet the most popular episode by far now is about intermittent fasting. Now, there is actually a companion video of this on my YouTube channel, Substitute Teachers Lounge. It's had several thousand listens or views, I should say. So it's been popular around. I remember the day we were recording that. I was joking around with her because I had used Jen Stevens' methods and lost 35 pounds. I've been on it since February 20th, 2020, and it's basically April of 2021 now. I lost 35 pounds in the first nine months, so it's for real. I would advise you to buy that book. We use Jen Stevens because she is a retired school teacher, so isn't it ironic that all of the episodes we've had about things to do as a substitute teacher, and that one was the most popular. And I'm sure because people it's because people recognize their name, they want to know how to talk to students when the subject comes up, which, by the way, I'll go ahead and tell you it's not recommended for students, and she would say the same thing. But we're all concerned about our health, and we want to be healthy teachers, and we want to look for methods to do that in a healthy way, I will just generally speaking, it, it the plan depends on insulin release. So the way I did it, and everybody can do it differently, I, I kind of took the most radical approach. I fasted every day for 20 hours, and then usually between the hours of 3 to 7 p.m., I would eat, but I would eat whatever I wanted. I usually just had one meal, but it was whatever meal I wanted, and I would have the snacks I wanted, so... That's a good one to go back and listen to, episode 56, and it is by far our number one episode. And as I mentioned, number two was the one about the very first episode about how, you know, now I'm a substitute teacher, and so it begins. By the way, I should tell you, in case you hear background noise, I am purposely recording this in the classroom. It is my planning period. It's kind of cool. Some of the students have already dropped by and saw my microphone and said, Hey, Mr. Collins, are you recording your podcast today? I've got students listening to it now. They love to hear their classmates talk on it. That's why they listen to it. I'm not sure how much advice they get out of it, but they do know I'm a student advocate and I will take up for them. But it was kind of cool. So if you hear background noises, that's why. I am in the school system. I am... In my planning period, I'm doing it on a Friday. It's going to be released on Sunday, April 25th, 2021. So I thought it would be good atmosphere. It's also out of convenience. I'm an official, as I've talked before. I'm actually considering starting a podcast for volleyball officials because I can't find one, and I think it would be helpful. So all that aside, we've talked about the first two episodes The third one, as you might think, is actually episode two. Yes, I got the substitute teacher job I wanted before anyone else found it. That's where we first went in to talk about 
ESOP at that time it was released. Now it's called Frontline in most places. We also talked about Job Alert, uh, Jobulator, I'm sorry, and we also talked about SubAlert. And I've changed my mind on some things. In fact, I've changed my mind on something I told you just probably maybe eight episodes ago about that. So we'll talk about that here in just a moment. The fourth most listened to episode is episode 10. It's called, uh, oh no, there's a troublemaker in my class today. You know, it's kind of funny. I remember that day still. It's been two years ago. And I won't say it very much about the episode. You can go back and listen to it if you want to. But I did have a troublemaker in the class today, and he got a little carried away with himself, and he used some language that not only didn't belong in the classroom, but even made some of the students react. So I had to deal with that. So it's interesting. Every episode that we had that dealt a little bit with trouble, it's been a very popular episode. So I know that all of you are concerned about how to handle things. You know, when you get up to a high school level, and that's where this was, you know, a lot of the students all of a sudden are bigger than you are. So I'm not sure it changes the discipline, but maybe some of the strategy. So we talked about that quite a bit. So that was episode 10. Oh, no, there's a troublemaker in my class. And if you scan back down through the list of episodes, there's several episodes about that. In fact, I might tell you a little bit about something that happened this week closer to the end of the podcast and how I think, and I know some of the students involved are going to be listening to this, I think we all grew from it, and I know I think a lot of them and how they really showed some class this week after I fussed at them a little bit. Actually, not a little bit, but we'll get into that here in a moment. Fifth most popular episode that we've had is episode number nine. Ever wonder what students tell teachers about their subs? Now, we've had similar episodes about topics that deal with how do you work yourself up the teacher's preferred list? How do you become the person that they text first before they text anybody else? How do you become the person that they like you so much that they actually go in to frontline and load you as a preferred sub so that you see it before anyone else? We talk about that in episode nine. And it's important. The reason it's called Ever Wonder What Students Tell Teachers About Their Sub, I remember the day I recorded that. It was in the classroom. It wasn't so much recording in the classroom as asking them the questions in the classroom. And they laid out very specifically what they tell their teachers about their subs. There was also another episode in which we interviewed some students in which they said they had one teacher, I think this is unusual, but they had one teacher that they said spends 10 to 15 minutes the day after the sub leaves for the students to tell the teacher what they thought of the sub. And you know what that teacher's doing. If the students, you know, you've got some students that may say that they don't like any substitutes, You've got some students that like it, whoever the substitute is, because they think they don't have to do anything. But then most of the students would be honest and say, I liked or I disliked this substitute because, 
And that's what that episode about was about episode nine. Ever wonder what students tell teachers about their subs? So I hope you'll go back and listen to those. It's a very exciting time for the podcast. We never average more, or I'm sorry, less than 30 downloads a day now. There are times, a lot of times here recently, where I guess people are discovering the podcast, and a lot of them like it, so they go back and listen to multiple episodes. So it is more common these days to actually have days in which the episodes approach 100 downloads a day. We're probably hovering at about 75 downloads per day every day on an average basis. That's why we're up to 23,000 downloads in the history of these podcasts, and I thank you so much for that. The only thing I would stress to you is you can do two things to make this even more perfect. Go to the Substitute Teachers Lounge group page on Facebook. Let's talk about some things. I want to discuss what you think of an episode. And even more importantly is word of mouth. We hear all the time that it doesn't matter how much we spend on advertising. The best way to get people to listen to the podcast is to have them recommend it word of mouth so if you like the podcast do that for me say hey i like this podcast i'm listening to it every week why don't you give it a listen see what you think and that does more for this podcast than anything i will say also you know the normal apple thing go in there and give us a rating if you like it give us a five-star rating feel free to leave comments the more comments the more ratings the higher up the ladder we move in apple if somebody types in the word substitute teacher when they're looking for a podcast we come up more often based on how many people leave us a five-star rating and a comment so keep that in mind i would certainly appreciate your help with that now let me tell you some things that i've changed my mind on One of them is actually pretty recent, but it's when I compare it to an early episode. Way back when, way back in the early part of the podcast, I did an episode about Jobulator, okay? Jobulator is a website and an app that gives you an alert whenever a substitute job comes open. So it kind of gives you an edge over others that are looking for the same thing. And I told you that I liked it better than SubAlert. I told you at that time that. You have since then heard, it's a pay site, you have since then heard me say fairly recently that I instead like SubAlert more than Jobulator, but I mentioned mainly in my area because it shows up, seems like more consistently, just a few seconds earlier than my alerts with Jobulator. So that means if I'm looking for the jobs I really want, maybe I beat the other substitute teacher to that job. And because of its notification, it actually helped me out in that regard. I pretty much was getting all the jobs I wanted. So I said, 
Try Subalert. I actually told you to try them both because you can try them on a trial basis. Try them both together. See which one is best. Then I told you Frontline. They both work in cahoots with Frontline, and I would encourage all of you to take the trials and see how they do against each other. Then I said I don't recommend the Frontline app. I like the website much better, and I actually saved just the link to the website page on Frontline. Well, guess what? I've changed my mind again. It's not that I like Jobulator better. It's not that I like Subalert better. Frontline has greatly improved their app. I like a lot of things about it. I downloaded the app. And I've been running it alongside Subalert, and guess what? The good old Frontline app, the one you don't have to pay for, if it's not exactly the same as Subalert, it's actually a few seconds earlier. So you can save some money, guys. I am now recommending that you download the Frontline app and use that for finding your substitute teacher jobs. I think that's going to be faster than you. Go ahead and compare all three. You could run all three of those concurrently. Frontline's app, Subalert, and Jobulator. See which ones work out best for you. One other one, I did an episode on using Google Classroom, but specifically using quiz assignment in Google Classroom because you can then set it up so that it automatically grades the quiz. The grades are in there. As soon as the quiz is over, you know how to how much they scored on each question. You know what their percentage is. And there's a feature in there called SIS Export that if you're using Infinite Campus, you can have it funnel right into your Infinite Campus. Now, I still like all that, but I'll be honest I like. It's still a bit cumbersome. The quiz assignment site, you have to hit a lot of pluses and different icons to really make it do what you want it to do. So I am now recommending you or guys are going to get so sick of me talking about Kahoot. I actually give all my my tests on Kahoot now. And then what I do, I use the Kahoot reports that give me printouts immediately I enter the number they have correct back into my Google Classroom so that I can still use the SIS export feature. But it is really so much easier to design a quiz for your students on Kahoot. You can actually set it up the first time I did it. I did it in such a way that they could actually accidentally did it in such a way that they could actually see how their scores compared to other students immediately. Well, there's a way in Kahoot where you can just change the question value to zero points. It still will tell them what they got correct. It will tell you how many they got correct. So you'll have all the information you need, but it will allow you to quickly enter those. I can probably enter it from Kahoot's reports onto my classroom in five minutes at the most, and it took me a lot longer than there to design a quiz assignment then you can still use the SIS export feature. So I'm now recommending that I don't, I'm just saying that I don't use quiz assignment in Google Sheets as much. I instill 
design all my quizzes on Kahoot and we go from there. Those were the two biggest changes I've made since I've recorded previous episodes. I'll now tell you a little bit about the incident in my classroom. I've got one class that, bless their hearts, I love them to death. They're a little rambunctious, and I'll use the phrase with you that I use with them. I kind of went off on them this week a little bit, and it wasn't any one thing. It was an accumulation of things, and they saw a side of me that I wasn't real crazy about, I told them later that most times when I have to raise my voice at students, I don't feel, I I feel kind of bad about it later that night. I really didn't feel that badly because I thought they deserved it, but they went out of their way. Now, I know there's some students that had a bigger part in it, but they went out of their way to write an apology letter to me. Actually, one that kind of got me choked up right in the middle of a class. So it was the students that were in there at the time. They weren't the ones that had gotten in trouble, but the students that were in there at the time said, are you okay, Mr. Collins? It was because I was choked up about the letter they sent me. So I hope that we all grow together from that and we moved on. So sometimes you just got to do it. I think if I had just left it and never said another word to them, that wouldn't have been fair to them either. So they really showed a lot of class in doing that. And I love you guys. I know some of you are listening out there. So you guys are still special to me. You always have been. And I hope we grew from that. Last story I would tell you on episode 100 was the time I got in trouble. It was at a class, and the only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's probably a couple of years ago, I took up for students. I thought there was something that inadvertently was being done that was kind of, I don't know, unfair to them. And I won't get too specific, but it had to do with... I'm going to call it a demerit system. It wasn't really. It was actually rewarding students who accomplished certain tasks, but the ones that weren't able to do that, it felt like demerits to them, and I kind of sounded off a little bit, so much so that one of my substitute teacher's jobs that was scheduled got removed, and it was actually by a friend because he didn't want to hurt the feelings of the teachers that were concerned about it. I have heard from a student that since then, they have put some things in motion so the penalties weren't quite as severe on the students that I had to represent. So I don't know if that was because of me. I don't know if I deserve to take any credit, but doggone it, I'm glad it changed. I'm glad we're all better off for that. And will I continue to take up for students? You know I will. You've known from the last few episodes how I feel about policies about smartphones and the number of tests they have to take. I'm an old school guy, but I love technology. And I want the best for the students. And I know all the teachers do too. And I don't mind recommendations, especially when I'm asked to. But sometimes when I'm not asked to, I will still make recommendations to what I think is maybe 
to better better the put the students in a better light. Now, if it's something that the school just can't do right now, I understand that. I'm not going to get mad about it, but I will represent students. I will go to bat for them. I thank the world to them. That's why I'm doing this job. That's why I've decided I wish I had been an educator all my life instead of now a retired accountant who's just discovered substitute teaching. And we'll go from there. And I was glad that this school, for whatever reason, decided to put something in place that maybe wasn't as severe for those students that had not quite accomplished what they should have. So, guys, you know, that's it. You've heard from students. You've heard me talk about students. You've heard what the most popular episodes are. If you want to go back to review those, I think they have a lot of staying power. So I think you're going to enjoy those. So, as always, let's, let's make the next 100 even better. Will I ever change my mind again? Of, of course I will. I tell all these students, since I've been a permanent substitute teacher at the same school now for almost the entire school year, we only have a month left. I tell them, guys, when I see you 20 years from now, I hope I'm still around, but when I see you 20 years from now, I think I'm still going to remember you. I think you're going to remain special to me for the rest of my life, and that is it. That's episode 100. I already, I've been pretty excited. I've gotten a lot of ideas from the school I'm at, and I'm I've sketched out ideas for the next probably half a dozen episodes, so I hope you're going to like that. And until next time, goodbye, first 100 episodes, hello to the new 100. Give me a shout-out. I would love to know what you're thinking. Talk to you later. See you next week on Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Music provided by Ben Sound.